Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network, where we believe that the best way to understand ourselves and others is through the media we care about, including video games, movies, comic books, TV shows, plays, loose change in a parking garage, anything. We can find it and and find a way to connect it to people we care about. I was doing so good and I couldn't I couldn't handle that. So I ruined it myself. I just swerved right off the road. Um I'm so happy to be here with my two co-hosts. I am Link. I am joined by Lara. Hey. And Josue. Hello. And sweet Mark is uh taking a sabbatical. He's <laughs> taking a break. <laughs> um today I'm not sure what our topic is uh, entirely, but uh, I think that Laura knows a little bit more about that. So I'm going to toss it to her. Do you not know what it is or you're not sure what it is because there's so many options and you just have no idea which one to choose? It's probably that. Yeah. I mean, we face that every week coming up with a, a topic, right? <laughs> um, I want to talk about decision paralysis or analysis paralysis, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm not feeling it as much this week. Last week, I was definitely feeling it. This happens quite a few times where the games I am most excited about come out at exactly the same time or within a week of each other. Uh, and I think this one has been one of the the worst for me. Um, like, okay, well, I really wanted to play Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores. I was so excited. I got that. As soon as it came out, it was Tags weekend, and I still got it, uh, and did not play it till after Tags. Uh, and just like when Horizon Zero Dawn came out, uh, Legend of Zelda, there's a game coming out very soon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in between all that, I have Star Wars Jedi Survivor. What am I to do? Now, this week, I've already made a decision, uh, but last week, I was panicking because um, I had to choose between there's some queerness, some queer content in Horizon uh, Burning Shores. I've been excited about uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor for I don't know how long since I beat Fallen Order, basically, uh, and I love me some Star Wars, and also... I have played, I think, all of the Legend of Zelda games that I can play and still not beaten a single one. <laughs> and so I need to continue that tradition. So what am I to do? What am I to do? I don't know. Well, what are y'all doing? <laughs> but did, did, you, did you tell us what you decided for this week? <sighs> well, for this week, I decided I'm going to play Jedi Survivor. Because I did not beat uh, Breath of the Wild and have not watched someone beat Breath of the Wild, um, <laughs> which is easy to remedy. But I feel like the way I've been playing games, action adventure games, I could probably beat Jedi Survivor in a few weeks. And then I will, I will probably... See, this is where I don't know what I'm going to do next. Am I going <laughs> to get Tears of the Kingdom? Or am I going to play through my Aloy queer story that I want to? 
Mm, I don't. That's the decision I have. I have to come up against next. Is it? So ask me in a couple weeks about it. (laughs) (laughs) So so it hasn't been easy for you to for you to make this decision. No. Are you sure you're not going to play Zelda at midnight like the rest of us and the rest of the world? We're super hyped for it. All your friends are here. We want to play it. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be playing when y'all are playing. Tears of the Kingdom, I'm going to be playing Jedi Survivor. What if it's a topic of next week's podcast? Then you have to play it before no. the trap? No? no. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. So I'm going to play Jedi Survivor because I know. And I don't want to do what I always end up doing when I switch games around and mess up the controls and forget how to do things. Like, I am in a groove with, like, throwing my <clears throat> dual-wielding lightsabers and chopping off arms and all kinds of stuff. What else are you chopping off? Okay, so 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 the this I mean you know some people call it analysis paralysis decision paralysis that can be a, high, a really um, significant source of anxiety for, for a lot of people and it yes. can also be um, it's in the name paralyzing right like it just stops you in your tracks and and sometimes you don't make a decision either in time or at all. And that can definitely negatively affect uh, you in a number of ways. So here, like, this is not the worst case scenario. Plenty of people have had worse analysis paralysis. I bought, I pre-ordered Jedi Survivor months ago. Mm-hmm. I knew it was coming out the day it came out. And I forgot to play it until Sunday when I had access to it at 9 p.m. on Thursday. Because I was so like, what am I gonna do? Which game, do I keep playing Forbidden Forbidden West Burning Shores? I didn't play that either. <laughs> <laughs> so not worst case scenario, but also I do have to justify buying the game at launch f- for cost, so. This sounds kind of like, this, this sounds kind of like watching Netflix. And by watching Netflix, I mean, you're just, watching the menu right and like mm-hmm. going through you're not actually watching mm-hmm. any any show hmm, hmm. so what happens when you have too many options <laughs> there are a lot of options out there i was talking to a client this week and they mentioned something about like they re- like to rewatch their comfort shows or whatever and i'm like i don't rewatch anything <laughs> there's just too much it's too hard yeah so okay okay so does this happen to you with everything I don't know. Or just every seven years when a new Zelda game comes out. I have um, Zelda-induced choice paralysis. you know, Aloy and Link kind of... They kind of got a beef, apparently, because... I mean, this is just DLC. But... But still... It's all such good content. And I just... I don't know. I miss, I'm okay missing out on some things. Like, I didn't play The Last of Us until, like, a couple months ago. <laughs> so I can hold out. Uh, and the hype is real. And I am sure I will try to hold out until I've beaten Jedi Survivor. And y'all will be talking about how excited you are about Zelda. <laughs> and I'll buy it, but I may not play it. <laughs> so it's interesting. Everything you're talking about, your your decision is in prioritizing it. Mm-hmm. 
because you you still believe you're going to do the other one, whether you do or you don't. <laughs> you're planning on just do in the order that you're going to do I it. I do buy a lot of books and I do buy a lot of board games and games on Steam that I never play. But most AAA games that I get, I I play. <laughs> right, right, right. But but so uh, I think something that makes it even harder to make a decision sometimes is when you have multiple options mm-hmm. and that's your only chance to choose. You may not be able to choose those other things. Right. Mm-hmm. Like a job or where mm-hmm. you're going to live. And it, like those are hard life transitions. Um, do I get the surgery or not? Do I, you know, a whole bunch of things. Like turn Do left I sell right, my you know? kidney to go to that Taylor Swift concert? Um, <laughs> is, you, is that a, is that that happened to you? That's that what hasn't happened. That hasn't happened. Although right now the resale value on these tickets is like at least a mortgage payment, so it's it's not gonna happen. <laughs> so this is hard for you, Link. Do you experience this? Yes. Good talk. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our TED Talk. (laughs) Cool story. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to think of a more recent example. Um, I guess I guess the most recent example is I in preparation for Tears of the Kingdom coming out. I am trying to get through my to-be-read shelf. Um, I have a lot of books on it, and I was like, I got to thin this out a little bit before uh, the video game comes out that's going to suck all of my attention from all things. Um, And so it was uh, this past week and a half, I've been like, okay, which book am I going to read next? And then just being like, well, am I more likely to finish this one? Because I want to finish it before, because I don't want to end, you know, I don't want to be 75% of the way through a book and then just dump it because it's video game time. Um, Oh, you mean like I did with Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And so, (laughs) and so it's like struggling. It's like, I want to read all, they're, they're on the shelf because I want to read them. But again, it becomes prioritizing, like, which one am I going to read first? Which one am I most likely to finish before the deadline? Uh, I've been picking well because I read (laughs) one book over two days. And then I have, um, it's a trilogy series, um, but they're novellas. So they're all like under 200 pages. And so (laughs) I read one yesterday and I read one today. I'm going to try and read one tomorrow. I can finish the trilogy before the game comes out. Uh, but it was diff- difficult, like, looking at my shelf to be like, which one do I choose here? And spending, you know, a couple of minutes just staring at them like, one of you will speak to me, right? And they don't. And then I'm like, well, maybe I'll just, I'll go and I'll sit on the edge of my bed and just think about it. And then it's like, well, maybe I'll actually distract myself completely and go back on TikTok and then it's like, oh, it's been like 45 minutes. I've been sitting on the edge of my bed scrolling through TikTok. I hate this. Why am I doing this instead of making the choice? Um, yeah, that's that's where most of the uh, emotional frustration comes in for me is that I get overwhelmed by the choice making process that then I, I bounce out. And I <laughs> disassociate into something else, basically. Uh, for 
an amount of time and then I feel shitty about myself because I was doing that instead of just making the choice, which is um, annoying when it's something for fun, like reading, um, but absolutely infuriating when it's something like, you are so hungry, you need to eat right now. You have two choices, food A or food B, which one? It's like, oh, I don't know about all that. We literally had that situation in our house last night. Um, both Nina and I had had a long day, didn't want to do anything. We're trying to decide on what we were going to order. She asked me if I wanted pho, and I was like, it's too hot. I don't I don't want a hot, like, soup. Uh, and is there anything you want? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just hungry. And so there was a moment where it was like, well, I guess we're not eating tonight then. <laughs> and yep. we eventually got IHOP, but whatever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's like, oh, I guess we're starving. Yeah. So, so Link, how many books were on your to-be-read shelf? Oh. <laughs> Just ballpark it. We're up to 10? 13, at least 13. At least 13. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Though they're, <laughs> they like, are split I'm like, already like, into... So it was really like six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's like the yeah. upper so, tier of the TBR and the bottom tier of the TBR. <laughs> I, have, I have a collax shelf that is too deep in, of books and graphic novels. And I would say there's like at least 50 on that shelf. <laughs> Okay, so so in the case of I guess technically it was between four books because three of them were set and you have to read those in order. So so you <laughs> you have like this logic system, right, that you're going through. Yes. You're making like you have this criteria that you're going through. It got to the point where you had four only, right? And all your your most obvious rules for for um like um, you know, removing anything anything else from the lineup is gone. So now, what are you trying to avoid? A particular feeling, like is it a fear of not reading the best one? Is it a fear of making the wrong choice? Like what? I don't. What was your reason for the paralysis? I guess the the stress comes from. Um, Okay, uh, I <laughs> I already mentioned this a little bit. Um, I've been spending um, what I would define as an unhealthy amount of time on TikTok. Uh, and lately my any sort of stressor is like, oops, TikTok's already open on my phone. <laughs> Guess I'm scrolling. Um, and so the, the stress in this situation is I, I read um some books in preparation for tags and i picked up books when i went to visit my sister in portland so it's like i have new books and i want to read them and i want to enjoy them and i want to and all of them all yeah of them. <laughs> and i want i want them to be moved from my tbr onto my regular shelves so they can join the the dragon's horde of books that i have um and so the the stress of wanting to keep reading and and keep up the momentum of reading books um knowing that 
when Zelda comes out, I'm I'm going to prioritize that. And I'm not uncomfortable about that, but I am concerned that I spend so much time on TikTok, I'm not doing the other things that I want to do and enjoy to the point where like that is anxiety provoking, where it's like I've been on TikTok for a while and it's like, why am I not doing the other things I want to do? Okay, but what do I want to do? Is like, do I want to put on a movie? I want. I've been wanting to watch Scream Six for months now. At this point, is like, do I want to put on Scream by myself? No. no. Well, okay. Do I want to watch an episode of uh, Dimension Twenty? Yeah. Do I, I? I want to read this book. Let me just go. Let me just walk the four feet to go grab it. And it's just like my brain's like. And while it's doing that, oops, TikTok's TikTok. open again. <laughs> oops. But, but why is your brain doing that? Um, gosh, I don't know. Uh, probably <laughs> several reasons all bundled up together. Uh, I have to choose which one to the, talk about first. The, oh, the so many choices. Oh, no. The discomfort of wanting to make a choice and not immediately just making it and then doing that thing is like makes my body feel uncomfortable um but it is even more uncomfortable when i make the choice and i still don't do it and then like shame gets in it and so it's like i want to start reading this book i'm going like i'll even like pick up the book I'll get in bed it's on bed next to me and I'll be like oh I'll just like open up my phone to put on like (laughs) fireplace noises as background because I enjoy that um and because I'm on my phone all of a sudden I'm on I'm on TikTok again and it's like and then I get frustrated with myself because it's like I wanted to read I I set myself up to read it's uh, it's available to me right now in this there's no blockade here except that my brain is not disengaging from just one more TikTok like let's just I mean I, I'm sure the next one's gonna be so funny uh and make me feel so great that it'll be just so easy to just close it and switch over to my book <laughs> Uh, and it's not, and it isn't, and I don't. And then I'm like mad at myself for not doing it. And so definitely this past week, I've been like strong arming myself into reading. Something that has helped is I've literally moved myself out of my room. I do everything in here, uh, but the weather has been nice. So I've been going out onto the back deck in the sunshine and reading out there. And that has helped and is probably why I read two books in two days. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's impressive my reading like again I they're very short books the first one was yeah. only 90 pages so it's like it's okay. not it's not okay. that impressive but it is contextually to how hard i have been struggling to get myself to actually sit down and just read it's like i did it i did three uh, books in four days I'm trying i mean to do i've done i've done the same days. without that like timeline i mean the timeline i have is like i have to return my library book Mm -hmm. online in in three weeks but like i have a book right now that i'm reading that is really good and i speed read through but also my brain gives me about 40 to 50 pages and i start to fall asleep because i read before bed and so there are nights where i'm like i don't want to go to bed yet so i'm gonna watch tiktok and i go through tiktok and go through tiktok and go through tiktok and then i don't read that night and i'm like well fuck now i can't now I'm going to have to read even more 
to be able to get the book done before the library due date. So, yeah. I, I think you're both so far from the decision paralysis part. You know what? Well, I've you, been you thinking about that decision a long part. time ago. I, I, I've gotten to... So, for me, the decision paralysis will come from a couple of different places. Um, one... The um, I get tired of making decisions. I hate. Uh, by the end of my day, I've made so many decisions. I'm thinking about clients. Do I say the right thing? What do I say about this? Do I bring this disclosure in? Do I not bring this disclosure in? Is this person? Does this person have depression or are they bipolar? Like what? All these decisions. And on top of that, I'm a diabetic, so I make on average 180 decisions a day that the average person doesn't have to make. And they're life or death, basically. Not all of them are life or death, but could affect my health, you know. Um, so those decisions weigh on me. And at the end of the day, I just want things handed to me. <laughs> I want the game handed to me. Give me the controller. I don't have to decide whether I'm watching a TV show, playing a game, reading a book, whatever. Just give me that. Um and then I think that some of it is because we have too many options. And I do worry, like, in this situation with these three games, I know that I will eventually get to all of them. However, there's a lot of decisions I make where I'm like, well, if I pick this one, maybe I won't get to that one. Um, do I pick the right one? Uh, depending on how dark I'm feeling, like, no day is, like guaranteed to us so if i pick this game and i'm playing this game now will i finish it um will i get to play that thing so i don't know this is the There's juicy a... anxiety internal exactly. dialogue i was looking mm -hmm. for <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah no i do think about things like that like i think about when my fr when my friend james passed away he was in the middle of um song of ice and fire like he didn't get to He's never, most of us are never going to hear the, the end of how that goes. <laughs> it's just the truth. But like, he didn't even get to read, I think he only read the first three books. Like, and that was his favorite thing. He never got to see that there was a show. He was very excited about it. So I think about those things from time to time when I'm very existential. Like, am I going to get to finish my favorite things? Yeah. What so so what do i want to spend my time doing i want to spend my time throwing lightsabers and i want to force push people and customize cal kestis's outfit and his hair and his beard <laughs> you can give him like a handlebar mustache you can give him like it's ridiculous it's so good but, but now you sound confident about your decision like this week last week it was very much well but I wanna, I wanna be Aloy and flirt with girls and be awkward, like. So you've convinced yourself, like, and now you have, you have the argument in support of Jedi uh, Survivor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Until like, Tears of the Kingdom comes out tomorrow, and you all guilt me and and shame me into getting the game. We'll try. We'll try. Peer pressure. Mm hmm. I'll just speed through. I don't need to be a completionist like I was with the other game. No. I'm gonna there's go also and get like there's like a big distinction between like an, an open world or an open world's DLC mm -hmm. content versus the more contained experiences of adventure action Star Wars game. And I actually think that's working for me with that de decision paralysis. I went for the game 
that is more on the rails. Mm-hmm. There is some open world to it, but I, it's very much on the rails. <laughs> and then I don't have to make all those over decisions. Mm-hmm. But again, this is like a logic system, right? That we're, we're, we're putting into place. Mm-hmm. It's like there are variables in place, and there, you know, there, there's what's coming next, and you know, there's a whole bunch of things that in this moment in time you put it into that equation and you can kind of get an answer. Um, and I get it, but like that process can be long and, and difficult. And, but at least you, you, you hit on um, the fear of like making the wrong choice, Lara. Mm-hmm. And like, if I, if I, cause I still want to do all these other things. If I do this, then I can't. Um, like given optimal conditions, I will play. And, and I know consciously that I will play all of them. If I, if I make it through, living wise however (laughs) however there is always the fear even if it's unfounded that i won't get to play that game you know have you thought that you were going to finish every zelda game you've ever played no i i go in knowing that you're not gonna i go in knowing that i always mm, i think this might be the one it might be the one. I think the one I've gotten the farthest through is Breath of the Wild, and it is literally one game mechanic keeping me from beating that game. So you almost beat the longest one. You could have beat like four of the others in the time that it took you to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um. like what what we're talking about with like game choices is really more about like prioritizing. Like, what are we going to? The assumption that we will get to all of it eventually is just what are we going to do first in the more clinical psychology way of of talking about choice paralysis is what you're talking about or trying to get us to talk about us way is that there it is very much (laughs) attached to this idea of like FOMO is like the fear of mm-hmm. making the wrong decision and that other decision will be completely cut off to you. Um, and that tends to be more on like a time limit where it's like after school, are you going to go to Susie's house or are you going to go with your brother down to the creek to look for frogs? Um, and it's like, well, if I go over to Susie's house, there may never be frogs again. Uh, I heard that they were going to bulldoze the creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but if I go out with my brother, uh, Susie's going to fucking hate my guts and never invite me over again. Um, and so it feels like there's more like a consequence of what you don't choose and that that you'll never be able to have that thing. Um, it's a little harder to apply that to media consumption unless you incorporate the idea of like by the way we're all mortal beings and you could die at any friggin moment so (laughs) maybe it is a choice of like which one do you want to do before you eh, off this earthly coil i can i can think of one where there was a somewhat of a consequence Sway, remember when we chose to play battleborn instead of overwatch Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm and mm-hmm. how we made the right nobody, choice. We, 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 <laughs> we in hindsight. Right in hindsight. Yeah. yeah. Um, but not but many for, for people context, wanted right? to play with us for very long. But for that. context, right? <laughs> these two video games came out similar to, to um, Horizon Zero Dawn and uh, Breath of the Wild. Except these two <laughs> were the same type of game. <laughs> yeah, I, I would argue that. They were almost exactly the same. Uh, I would say that they're both well, as different. I mean, it doesn't matter but, because Battleborn doesn't mode, exist anymore. But, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were very similar, and right, we were like, "Oh, which one should we do?" And ultimately, we chose Battleborn because it had co-op 
um, mm-hmm. a call campaign and, and Overwatch did not. And so we, we played a lot, but yeah, I mean, had we chosen not to play it and thought, oh, we'll play Battleborn later. We would have never had. We would the never had the chance to play it. Mm-hmm. And I th- and I think that there's other like I think we've touched on a lot of the a lot of the parts of this right like this is this is the beauty of of, of, of GT like we're talking about stuff that we care about in the sense right the, this media like this this shit is important to us and so we have these experiences they may happen in other um, contexts as well but here I think I think sure there's the. I don't want to miss out on that thing. And I think that there are times when you could miss out on something. Um, and sometimes it's, I don't know, like in Fortnite, uh, they do these concerts that only happen once. And you can see a recording and stuff, but like those things are just it's not the same. one day. Yeah. yeah. And they're pretty crazy. And every time you do it, right, there's a unique, even multiplayer games, right? Like that story, that experience that you were going to have in that moment, you can't have it later. You know, you the, can't. The Legend of Zelda Splatfest, you can only have it one time. <laughs> you can only have Splatfest one time. And and so I think there are other examples, like going to a concert or, you know, there's lots of different examples of, um, I don't know, right? There, there are different ones, but there is that piece. But then I I, I love that you mentioned, Lara, the, like, you're just tired, right? The research about that is is that, yeah, you get to the end of the day and it gets harder to make any choices because, that part of your brain that's been choosing all day really is not up to the task. And so it does get more difficult to <laughs> to choose, which is... Which is why it's, it's really easy to up. just open TikTok and scroll because TikTok's choosing for you. Well, it's like, it's like I mean, that's a, that's a... I've done that to help me with this mm-hmm. is just have rules that I can apply across the board and, and have a yeah. default, right? Like you can just have I- a default. I crowdsource my like if I'm having <laughs> if I'm having a hard option, time yeah. deciding between two books, I go to Kayla. <laughs> what should I read? Nope. Or what game should I play next? Or whatever. I, I go to I go to her usually because that's just she's my person to talk to about that stuff. But also, um there's the whole thing where like say we're having a decision here, trouble picking what to watch between me and Nina or what to eat it's like okay someone brings up the thing here are five options the other person narrows it down to two and then the other person narrows it down to one to make it easier to make the choice and if you really can't there are apps that will allow you to input the things you're trying to choose between but you have to actually um go with the one the app chooses otherwise you could just keep keep going and keep going and keep going two faces got that uh coin Flip, right it's like whatever roll a die uh anyone yep, that yep. anyone that plays an rpg knows you got to do what the dice say so i mean and I, I think all those things are helpful because or they can be helpful in a moment like that where you just where the stakes aren't really that high i mean mm-hmm. but if you where feel like, like they are it doesn't matter. where it's like you know you're not gonna actually starve and not eat dinner but both of you are sitting there like I guess we're I guess we're starving tonight. Pop tarts it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so so that's a, that's another thing, and then I think um, link a lot of the stuff that you said goes more into. Well, first of all, I can't go on TikTok if I'm trying to choose uh, what show to watch or what book to watch because I'm just going to end up with more in my in my backlog mm-hmm. <laughs> from TikTok. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, recommendations. Yep. Add to queue. <laughs> 
Yeah. By now. <laughs> I'm like, what should I watch? I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll go on TikTok. And then I send like 13 TikToks to Jessica like, ooh, a scary movie we could watch together. Ooh, another one. Ooh, look yep. at this. Yep. I'm yep. not going to watch them by myself. <laughs> so you didn't ask for this advice, but I'm gonna t- that's not, that, that, that was not helpful. Don't call. Don't do it's, it. It's don't not for the reasons TikTok. that you said. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it is not a useful tool in that instance. Um for no, sure no, yeah <laughs> um, I, but, I have a another video game example it's maybe mm-hmm. slightly more on choice paralysis um back in i want to say 2008 so um much. i was working my first real job um at a GameStop. <laughs> And I had been working there for a couple of months, um, and I had spent almost every penny I made at GameStop. At the store. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, my first paycheck went towards a, a Wii, um, which I do not regret. There's no choice paralysis on that front. But uh, <laughs> I was working at GameStop, and at the time, it was a big part of working at GameStop at the register is that you had to push... Um, the Game Informer subscription, that's the magazine that GameStop probably doesn't even produce anymore. Still does. Still, still does. does. Really? Game Informer still exists? Good for them. You can get a digital or print. Um, but yep. yeah, so... Free with a membership. <laughs> as an employee, they gave you a subscription, so I was reading the Game Informers in order to be more educated, to promote it to customers, of course, not because it was incredibly boring working retail and I like to read. Um, and there's game pictures. I love that. Uh, but w- one of the covers I remember uh, was for Dragon Age Origins, and it was like the big like announcements front page exclusive exclusive game informer um anyways obviously i didn't know what that game was because it it hadn't come out yet and it was the first time people were talking about it and so i'm reading the article about it and it is describing it as a um spiritual successor to baldur's gate which is one of my favorite series and so i was so fucking excited for dragon age origins i was like oh i'm gonna play the shit out of this game it's gonna be dope this is gonna be my new obsession um i had recently purchased an xbox 360 also with my paycheck um (laughs) and so i was like oh well this game i can pre-order it which again employees were encouraged to push pre-ordering and do it themselves and so i was like i have to pre-order this game i know i want it i know i want to play it i know i'm gonna love it it's gonna be great um do i want it on pc or on xbox 360 Hmm. hmm 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 Hmm. And so I pre-ordered it on Xbox 360. And then I went, well, but it's supposed to be like Baldur's Gate. And I've always played Baldur's Gate on the computer because that's the only way you can play it. That's not true. Dark Alliance is on uh, consoles. But anyways, uh, I was like, I've always played it on PC. I should play it on PC. And so I switched my pre-order over to PC. And then I was talking to some customers and I was like, oh, but it'll be so nice to like sit on my couch and like play it with a controller. Like, oh, so I switched my pre-order over to (laughs) back over to Xbox. I switched it back and forth probably five or six times. Um, And when it came out, like that day, I was like, fuck, do I want it? What what, What do I do? Which one do I pick? And I was 
struggling because it's like I want to like go home tonight and play this game and I was like which one do I pick and um, I ended up being like you know what I played the other one on PC I'm gonna get it on PC and so I bought it on PC and I brought it home and I installed it onto my laptop and I started playing and my laptop was not (laughs) strong enough (laughs) graphics card to play the game the way it was intended to be played and so I played probably I don't even think I made it all the way through the first tutorial area. You want you wanted that Baldur's Gate experience. It looked like Baldur's Gate. I absolutely made the wrong decision, Um, which is really funny because uh, I got so frustrated. The game was still playable on my laptop, but um, every time it did the cutscene dialogue, the characters would have weird graphic artifacts around them, and the subtitles would get fucked up and i don't know if you know this about that kind of game but a lot of it a significant amount of it is is talking to other characters and choosing what to say in response to what they have just said and so i'm so frustrated i ended up taking it out of my computer and i gave it to my friend lynn to play and she loved it and she played the shit out of it and she played the next ones when they came out i have never played a dragon age game (laughs) even though i know i would enjoy it um but like i i got so choice paralysis on which console to get it for and then i chose wrong and i and i was so frustrated by that that it like it completely is like (laughs) <laughs> some part of my brain is like you chose wrong and you have to live with that choice for the rest of your life you're <laughs> that- never gonna play dragon age origins or any other dragon age because you chose pc when you should have chosen xbox 360 you dingus and I'm, the other part of my brain is like i guess that makes sense <laughs> as you're describing you trying to make this choice i am picturing in a goofy movie when Goofy is asking Max, which way do I go? Which freeway ramp do I take? And that was me. Right, left, right, left, right. And then they swerve and almost die. That was me. I'm I'm Max from a Goofy movie. That's interesting because a lot of times my choice paralysis around games ends up, other than this situation that I had just last week, comes around what do I buy something on PC or do I buy it on the PlayStation? Where are my friends playing the game? Who am I going to play with? Um, And it came up recently because Kayla asked me and basically said, you should get Baldur's Gate 3 on PS5 so we can play. And I'm like, well, fuck, I already bought it on PC early access so I could play with Link and Josue, which we still haven't done Um, because it's not actually that playable. (laughs) I mean, it is, but it's it's pretty playable now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, wait, I bought that game years ago. I could buy it again on PS5, and they don't have cross-play, but they do have a single save cross-platform. So I'm going to do that. Uh, and then I get the best of, best of both worlds. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, okay, so there's so many thoughts I have on this. Mm-hmm. Um, e- extra context information yeah. for, for the choice that I made. I did not have enough money at that time to choose Correct. both. It was one or the other. You literally just said that you spent like both of your <laughs> your paychecks on it was like two systems. Six that months the game. of paychecks yeah. all went into <laughs> buying systems and games for those systems and a system replacement for my brother because he, he broke his DS. So exactly. I got him another DS. Uh, yeah, I was 
And, I was and that's 18, also 19. Why... I was, I had money. I was living mostly on my own. I was next door to my grandparents, but I was in my own house um, and feeding myself and everything. So I was feeling very adult, uh, spending copious amounts of money on <laughs> toys. <laughs> yeah, which is, that's why I brought up, like, I bought the other, I bought Baldur's Gate 3 years ago, which allows me to have the, like, I have, I have grown up money, grown up job. But I also have a house I have to spend money on and justify making payments. So if I bought a game that is going to be full price twice, at, at, it, there's no way. It better be three years apart. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the rule. That's the rule. It's the rule. Once once the uh, the end of year budget has gone through, then you're free. You're free to remake mm-hmm. choices. Not mm-hmm. me when mm-hmm. it comes to Dragon Age, though. <laughs> Never. <laughs> That's not true. Jessica actually bought me... I don't think it was Origins. I think I think she got me a different maybe mm-hmm. she got she she gifted me one of those on Steam. Um so I'm I might play it, but I don't know. I do still have a like a psychological Are you block play it of and like your laptop if, won't do it. If I play Yeah, what if I play it and my computer just breaks and it's just like no 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 no. You actually literally can never play this game. Um it's uh it's a cursed object for you. Um, <laughs> I bet that if you would have gone back in time and chosen 360, you would have gone to three red lights. <sighs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's not for you. <laughs> this is not for me. I just needed I'm... to wait until Baldur's Gate 3 came out, and then that will actually reset the cosmic balance so that I can actually mm-hmm. try Dragon Age. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It'll get remade eventually. Um, the I'm glad you brought up the money thing, because... <laughs> when Larry, when you were like, I can just do both, <laughs> right? That's but I not can't always... just do both, right? In three but... years, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you you could, right? I mean, you could like in a lot of these examples, it's like sure. Sometimes you don't have, you literally can't watch two movies at once and enjoy them. You, there, there's a certain amount of time, but if it's if it has to do with the acquisition like you know i I think i just want to acknowledge that like we're we're talking about Mm -hmm. it from like a very very privileged perspective we're like oh we have so many things to choose from oh my god and then also the point of like oh and 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 i think this is a good way to have this conversation because it because everything is low stakes but we still feel Mm -hmm. that anxiety and all that and and i think I, i love that you brought up like the fact that that terrible mistake that you made <laughs> right the just just shameful the worst shameful mistake you've ever made <laughs> but it, it it's like it's compounding right it's like that could add to the next time you have to make a decision you're like mm-hmm. what if i make the wrong decision again which makes it every which day make it harder every yeah. day. <laughs> it gets worse every single yeah. day <laughs> i i just thought of another example that is actually maybe more connected to money and more consequency related Mm -hmm. um a couple of years ago and i was still in i was early in my graduate program and my car started having issues and i had to keep getting it fixed and um part of my grad program required you to do a certain number of hours i'm doing quotation air quotes uh in person um so i had to get down to santa barbara from where I lived at the time, which was like a eight-ish, nine-hour trip, um, I drove myself, 
and <laughs> drove myself back. And on the way back, my car uh, died. And it was um, scary and upsetting. And I had to call a friend to come drive the like four and a half hours because I was just in a really shitty little town on the side of the freeway. Um, ended up having to stay at like a Motel 4. <laughs> <laughs> not even a Motel 6. Uh, <laughs> not even the 6. Uh, but it was like, okay. And thankfully, um, the person who came and picked me up covered the costs to get my car fixed enough to be able to get it home. Um, but the next time that something went wrong with my car, it was very much a decision of, do I pay to fix my car or do I make my tuition payment? And I have I have to choose. There is a time limit on this. There are serious consequences for either choice that I make. Um, and that was really, really hard to deal with. Um, and I, I sat on it for a few days because I was just like, I like this due date is approaching where I have to make a payment. School is going to take money out of my account, whether or not it is in there. Um, so it's fix my car and end up in the negative on my bank account and have to fight with my bank to get them to not charge me even more money for being in the negative or sell my car for parts money and have enough to cover, you know, one and a half months of tuition, but then I don't have a vehicle to get around anymore to, to you know, take myself mm -hmm. to job interviews or to take myself back down to Santa Barbara to go to fucking school stuff. And so that, that was really stressful. Um, and, uh, you know, wanting to be able to ask other people, like, well, what decision would you make? And then having to be like, well, yeah, that doesn't, you're logic is sound but that doesn't apply to me <laughs> i really struggled with having to make that choice um i ended up choosing to sell my car uh and i was very sad about it rest in peace ruby Subi. you will be missed you are still missed um and i do regret that choice because fuck my school <laughs> <laughs> there was over a year in between those uh that realization but um, yeah that one that one was uh a, a lot higher stakes and there was a deadline and it was very much an either or choice mm -hmm. do, did you ask anybody advice about about actually going to do that degree oh i did and i was warned um by really? uh, a very smart man who um mm. i won't name to protect his identity but uh cool. he told me it was a huge mistake and i was an absolute buffoon for doing it and he was right interesting fascinating story <laughs> oh. um. <clears throat> yeah there's a lot of people right who who like I continue to work in healthcare and something that comes up often is examples of like, you tell families to do something, right? Like, Hey, like you're malnourished. You need to eat three times a day, you know, three, three, three good meals a day. And they're like, who can afford to eat three times a day? Mm -hmm. You know, like, like, what, what am I, am I going to, am I going to pay rent or am I going to buy all that food for what? Or, Oh yeah. Buy eat healthier. It's like, yeah, but I can go to McDonald's and, for 20 bucks, I can feed 
everybody at home. Um, and so like there are decisions that are like definitely much higher stakes, definitely school, having a car, like that stuff is, it's a hard choice to make. I, I, I like that you, you know, you both mentioned asking other people for, for advice. I think, you know, it's funny because like this, the psychological phenomenon of, of choice paralysis is often spoken about in terms of like, you go to the supermarket and there's 40 different types of uh, toothpaste. Which one do you get? And then you just, you're, you're more likely to not make a choice than to actually make a choice there. But there is like, there's a lot of anxiety, there's fear, there's also like confusion, you know, like you can, you can, you can just have a whole bunch of options. Just be like, I really don't know. You know, like they don't, it doesn't make sense. I have to choose. <laughs> this is why I uh, look up restaurant menus before going to the <laughs> restaurant because um, yeah. I would rather die than spend 32 seconds looking at the menu while the waiter is waiting for me to tell what I want. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Those 30 seconds are uh, an eternity trapped in hell. Uh, so I'm going to avoid that completely by trying to front load as many decisions as I can before I even get there. But there's so many situations in which you can't do that. And then it's like, oh, how yeah. do you cope when you're in a situation uh, where you can't? I remember, like, Josue, you talking about the toothpaste brought up my my bread trauma. Um, so <laughs> I had eaten the same kind of bread since I was a child. Home pride, butter top wheat bread. I could pretend that it was healthy because it was wheat and it was not the white bread. Um, but it was the only bread I liked. I liked the way it crusted over with my grilled cheeses and the way it, I would just eat the bread without anything on it. It tasted delicious. I did not realize it was made by Hostess. And when Hostess went bankrupt, it disappeared off the shelves and I couldn't figure out why it wasn't there and I just didn't get bread. And then somebody told me that it was not going to be available anymore. And I was like, well, fuck, what do I do now? And I stood there for I guess I'll at never least have half an hour again, at least like half an hour trying to figure out like, there's so many breads. What do I, what do I get? Um, I can't remember what I did choose, but I know I didn't like it. And now Home Pride is back on the shelves because somebody else bought out Hostess's recipes and Hostess still makes things. Um, but for a while there, it was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what other breads are like. Uh, what do I like? What do I not like? Um, and so I had Nina bring home a few different kinds, and I tried things. And we found one that was passable. But, like, there was that confusion and that, like, well, what the fuck? Like, do I do I pick by what the label looks like? Do I pick by do I want oats? Do I want whole grains? Do I want cheap bread? Like, do I what do I want? The cheaper the better it tastes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, for me, I have like an in between of of some of your stories where I will choose. And then it's just not satisfying. So I'll like, I'll start a show and be like, nope, this is not the mood that I, th this is, 
I go on vibes and then <laughs> and I'm like, mm, mm, no, and then I'll switch. Like I'll start multiple things. I'll start multiple games. I'll try multiple foods <laughs> and I'm like, mm, mm, no, that didn't, uh -uh, no. And so that's why sometimes like in the middle of a movie and this is, this is, if anybody else deals with this, I mean, I'm sure there, are, I know there are people who deal with this, but this, this sucks. Cause like in my brain, there's like a switch that goes off. So even when I think this is a sure thing, depending on the mood that I'm in or the, or the day or the time, like it just, it just doesn't hit the spot. <laughs> um, and that way, and that, that can be, that can be frustrating. So it doesn't, and that's a, a terrible uh, thing to happen after I, I feel like I've, overcome a lot of the actual decision paralysis you make the choice and then it's You've it's not it's not like time you, into it <laughs> it's not because like it's, you regret the choice that you made it's just i regret making a choice at all like <laughs> i'm so frustrated well, the, about this the vibes are wrong uh, i know i know oh, it's not right um but and and look, and I, I'm not saying I've achieved enlightenment or anything, but I have uh, figured out a way to. <laughs> um, I, I've just started, I just put more and more limits, right? And I try to choose very quickly because if not, I do get wrapped up in that as well. And I found that that does help. I think, th like, I think that is true. I think there are absolutely instances where you should be slow and considerate and really take your time pros and cons in a situation but for a lot of the little choices that we make like psychology has proven once you make the choice your brain will like backwards apply like all of this rationalization towards why you picked that and why it was absolutely 100 percent the correct choice and the only choice you could have made in that situation obviously so it's like for obviously. those those low stakes choices just go fast and your brain yep. will be like, yeah, no, that was right. And that's what we were always going to do anyways. Like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> yep. Thanks, brain. <laughs> like, I don't have a car right now, but a friend of mine, um, and you know, and I've looked around and it's like, I don't, I don't know. And and a friend of mine the other day, I was like, oh, you're moving. What are you going to do with, are you driving the car over? And she's like, oh, no, no, I'm going to sell it. I was like, what's the friend discount? Like, had she, <laughs> like. I made her an offer. Had she done it right now, I would have been like, that's within my range. Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Um, and I found how liberating it is to not have to make a choice. I'm also not super attached to some of the, but like if it's something that's functional, like when I moved here from, from Puerto Rico, I had, I brought nothing and I never went back to get anything else because of the COVID. And so there was a service where you could just rent furniture. You couldn't even choose it. And I was like, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> just, I'll just do that. I don't get, you know, I tried not to get too hung up on it. I was glad that there was an option. Like you said, Lara, like, oh, I hope somebody, <laughs> I just need somebody to decide for me. Mm -hmm. There was an episode of Headshots, um, also on the Geek Therapy Network, where Kelly and I were discussing Breath of the Wild. And and uh, Kelly said that she she doesn't like open world games. There's too much shit to do. She's like, I don't know what direction to move in. Like, and 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 I get that. Not in games, because I feel like games always, especially Breath of the Wild. Life is an open world. <laughs> no, but especially Breath of the Wild, it's like there's always, you can always see something um, uh, to do. Or you can just, if there are seven different things that you can do, I don't know. Just, but like, I guess that's hard to choose, right? But I, <laughs> I like it's to It's like, like when I say, gave up on playing The Witcher 3, because like as soon as I got past the first area, everything opened up and I was like, well, fuck this. There's too much, too many things on the map. Can't do it. Never played it again. <laughs> and i liked it <laughs> yeah but like setting limits for yourself right like like uh like um guardrails it's like okay i'm just gonna do i'm just gonna do fetch quest today 
mm-hmm. you know, and then like, that's all you do. And they're like, no, today I want to do a, you know, an actual story mission. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, you don't know which one, you don't know what's coming, you know, to be able to do things like that in real life. I know people, people talk about, um, and I don't know how true this is. I think, I think it's true that, um, uh, Steve Jobs used to wear the same outfit basically every day just so that he wouldn't waste any cognitive energy on choosing what to wear every day because to him that didn't matter. What mattered was the choices he was making at the company. And it's it's almost like a joke, right, where people would start doing the same thing and just but actually like dressing like him. Um, but I get it, though. Like, I don't worry about that, really. I have just a few shirts that I have for work. That's it. Got them right there. <laughs> Put one on. Like, I'm not worried about what I'm wearing every day. And sometimes I'll, I'll just, I'd rather just not worry about it in the morning and freak out about that. And, but that's because I've been able to overcome the, oh, well, what if people, what will people say if I like I wore the same outfit two days in a row? Oh my God. I can't let people think that, right? It's like, I had to get to the point and I'm like, this doesn't fucking matter. Who's paying that much attention to my clothes? Is anybody paying that much attention? That reminds me of the the meme that I've seen about like therapists freaking out about wearing the same outfit with for, with a client two weeks in a row. Um, this is I why I wear this. I, I personally wear the same button up shirt for the entire week and then just rotate my button up shirts every week. So that's beautiful. That's wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I try to do like, I'll wear a shirt, a button up shirt Monday, for example. And if I don't have meetings with any of the same people, I might just do it. Yeah. I wear a different undershirt every day. Uh, but like the button up on top, same one every week. And I only have to make one decision a week, except That's... for I had to change it out on Star Wars Day because I had to wear my baby Yoda <laughs> Mandalorian. Um, you have really important decisions to make when you get home. You can't be wasting about uh, mm-hmm. wasting time thinking about. What I got to decide wear. whether I'm taking insulin, how much insulin I should take, what I'm, what snacks I should have. Do I do this now because my blood sugar is going to spike in the middle of a session? Like I got, I got plenty of things I got to worry about. Don't need to worry about the shirts. Yeah. Well, I think I think, and and I'm sure. My guess is that everyone here has experienced this. You get to a point where you're not sure what decision to make and other people get really frustrated with you because you won't just hurry up and make a decision. And I hope this conversation like reminds people that like it happens <laughs> and there's multiple reasons why that happens. Sometimes it's anxiety. Sometimes it is, it is that cognitive um, load. It's just like too much. You just can't, can't handle I it right now. I simply cannot answer a single <laughs> choice question. <laughs> <laughs> multiple choice that is off the table what's your favorite color i have no, no. idea <laughs> going to bed right now uh, my, my therapist uh tells me that uh, um something that uh seems to be seems to make my life a little harder is that uh, she the way she words it is that i don't have a north star she says often right like i don't know it would be a lot easier to make choices if you were if you had more clarity on what the goal is or what the objective is. And at least for me, I, I don't have that. Right. So um, that is often, often makes it hard to make choices and other people don't understand that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I got no idea. That tracks with your, with your breath of the wild kind of uh, like 
just do fetch quests today or story missions or whatever. Like, if only life had that. Mm -hmm. So I mean, there's I mean, ways it, to build it, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but there, there, there are right. Like I, I live my life that way in many ways. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I, I do go off on a whim sometimes, right? Because there isn't like this long term plan. I'm not saying that that's healthy or 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 great in any way, but um, it's just it a does way make it that is the what? It's just a way that is. Uh it is a way that is. But I'm saying like it, it can get hard to achieve goals if you don't have goals. <laughs> right. So so that it's easier to inform your decisions when when you have your priorities all set up <laughs> beforehand and you have and, and you're working towards a particular goal. I don't feel like I have that most of the time. So it does often um, make it difficult to make a decision. So well, your your goal for tomorrow is to play Tears of the Kingdom. Actually, no, I don't think I'm going to be able to play until next week. Unfortunately, That's after sad. all that prep, I know, I know. But you have a but you have a goal. Actually, the choice was made for week. me. <laughs> the choice was made for. Me. No, I mean, the, there is no goal. It it just changes. I don't. Who knows. Um, I bought the game. That's really that's really all that matters. That was the goal <laughs> to own it. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll play it. That would be great. Um, but yeah, there's just many different reasons why um, we get stuck in in stuff. Sometimes the, the the small stuff, and sometimes the the more difficult stuff. You would think that the easy things would be easier to choose because they're low stakes. You would also think that the harder things are easier to choose because they're high stakes, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> Sometimes it is not um, easy at all, but at least you can practice with things like your books and your, and your games and your movies and other media. Um, that's not too bad of a place to, to, to practice. Remember when Blockbuster was a thing? You didn't. You mm -hmm. could just like you didn't have to. There was no commitment. You just just have for a couple, a couple days. Couple days. Mm -hmm. Free trials and demos. Life get is so much through, harder now. Like I think there there was like you rent two, you get another one free or for cheaper that kind of thing. Like it's great. Yeah, rentals. You can still rent stuff. That makes things a little easier. Less commitment. Maybe you just have fear of commitment. That maybe that's what. Maybe that's why you can't make decisions. <laughs> Next week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's our topic. Ooh. I don't know. I can't decide what our topic is next week. It's so hard. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for this episode of GT Radio. For more Geek Therapy, visit geektherapy.org to join in the conversation with the community. All the uh, links to all of our uh, different community spaces are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back next week. Mm, bye. Geek Therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture. To learn more about our mission and become a supporter, visit geektherapy.org.